Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash. I'm sure you'll have noticed we've had somewhat of a break, a little bit down to work and holidays, uh, but mainly just due to not many fantasy updates. But rest assured, we'll try to be much more regular now, leading up to the season. Famous last words. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, it's good to have you and we appreciate any feedback you can give us. So if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening from, whether it be Apple or Spotify, that'd be great. And if you have a business as well that wants a free shout-out, let us know and we'll stick you in this section of the show. Right, that'll do from just me. On we go. Evening, Charlie. Just just me and thee tonight. Uh, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, very good, mate. Couple of uh, couple of holidays. Uh, I'm all good. Oh, good. Can't all relaxed. Tell. Must have been something like somewhere cold or somewhere in shade. Uh, <laughs> but no, very good uh, and good to be back. Uh, get something recorded. Get something on as the season starts to ramp up a little bit. Um, so we'll start off this week uh, and let's talk about where to select a kicker and defences in your draft. So let's start off with kickers. So I know we all tend to have different strategies, um, I think, for the, for the kickers and defences, but also depending on how it tends to go. But what are you thinking this season in particular around where to draft a kicker? To be honest, unless everybody leaves it late and I can get a, a decent kicker in, say, like the 13th. I, I probably wouldn't reach any higher than that. Uh, I think the 13th for my defence or kicker would be a, an absolute max. Um, just because there's so much value everywhere else. Uh, and I feel a bit like your kicker is, is complete potluck because you could have a game where it's it's nailed on and a team's going to absolutely slaughter the other team, but they might not kick. Uh, and if you're just picking up the odd point for an extra, uh, like single point for a point after touchdown, then it's not really, you're not going to score anything big. And then you might have a team that don't, don't score very well, don't score many touchdowns, but they, they kick a couple from 50 yards or 50 yards plus, and you're coming away with like double-digit points. So I think it's completely potluck. I don't really think there's a strategy when it comes to kickers. So I don't really want to be wasting um, any higher draft pick on anybody, really, even the likes of it, like Tucker, people like that, uh, that are obviously the, the better kickers. It's just uh, it, it's too unpredictable for me to be wasting a higher pick on it. I think it's a bit like that in season as well, isn't it? And I know even just for me that you look at a team and you might think on one hand, oh, look, they're playing in Denver, mile high, high altitude, they kick for miles, but then it's windy. And like you say, depending on who it is, if if they score, yeah, touchdowns instead of field goals. And then you think, no, I'm going to pick a kicker who plays indoors where wind's not a factor at all. And then And then it doesn't really play much of a part. Looking at last season, so Tucker was the highest scoring, um, closely followed by Carlson of the Raiders uh, and then Myers of the Seahawks, actually, which I was surprised at looking back. But they scored all over 150 points. Um, everyone else was slightly below that. Uh, but the lowest lowest points for 
kind of kickers who've started most games, if not all games, really, were in the 90s. So you're probably looking at a good 50 points less over the whole season. Um, admittedly, even some of those names, that none of them really jumped out or they're not necessarily rookies or, or players that you wouldn't expect either. So Tucker seems to be the one that's maybe more consistent, maybe because of the leg. So he tends to kick those 50-plus yarders, doesn't he? So probably unlike some of the other draft rounds and draft positions, I think we can all plan on drafting a quarterback I don't know, round three, round four. But if someone happens to pick one back end of the first round, you might be thinking, hang on, there's a bit of a domino effect here. They're all going to go, I'm going to have to pick one. Otherwise, I'm going to end up with kind of a, a Trevor Lawrence or a Derek Carr or someone. Who knows? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whereas whoa kickers... Trevor Lawrence is decent. I might be eyeing him up as a later round pick. Let's not throw him under the bus just yet. <laughs> He's decent. But if you're picking Trevor Lawrence up second round, <laughs> you need your head wobbling. But... But but I think unlike that, even if I think it was even Wellam who picked up Tucker, maybe I don't know what probably ninth, tenth round last season. But then beyond that, even it's you are reaching a fair bit, aren't you? But 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 you definitely pick one up. You wouldn't you wouldn't subscribe to the don't bother. And I, I think it was last season that I didn't get a kicker or a defense at all, and just picked one up just before week one. But you'd still want one, want one on your roster. Uh, again, I mean I know we draft just only a week before the start of the season anyway, but. But you would still look to pick one up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it made me feel very uncomfortable seeing two empty spots on your roster uh, for kicker and defense last year. Uh, I don't think my uh, minor OCD can deal with that. I, I like to see it all nicely lined up. So, yeah, I'll definitely be drafting. But um, interesting what you said about the whole indoor mile high, I think, like di- di- different factors. That was something I looked at last year um, about drafting a kicker who kicks indoors. And I'll probably still go for that, even though it didn't necessarily pan out. Um, I don't think, although I think I might have ended up with Carlson, who you said was second overall. So uh, it wasn't te- it wasn't really a bad strategy. So I'll probably go down the same route, uh, but I won't be reaching. It'll be whoever's left to me um, who kicks indoors. So I need to get me uh, research done couple of teams make sure i've got all those teams lined up who kick it who play indoors <laughs> yeah let's uh, let's have a look and see what see what happens with those kickers then um so the defense uh so defense i guess it's a similar story uh so high scoring defense last season was patriots with 219 points second place with the cowboys 201 points so just short of 20 points less than patriots which is probably probably a game's worth of points um, and then the lowest scoring defense with the Bears with 89 points. So there's a big gap there between the top defense and the lowest scoring defense. And and I'm not certain I would have even even looking back now, I'm not certain I could have said that the Patriots would have been the highest scoring now looking back on last season, let alone at the start of last season. Cowboys, I could do the sacks from Mika Parsons and the interceptions um, from Diggs. And I guess you know the other the other kind of top five, top ten, Eagles, 49ers. But some of those lower-ranked ones as well are maybe unpredictable. Where do you sit on defence? Again, I think, like you said, wait until the 13th round or so. But you'd like to think out of a whole 32 teams, there's probably 12, 12 defences that you'd be happy with. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think with defence... You've got a potential to score more. 
um, than you do with your kickers. And I think it's a little bit more consistent. You've you've got teams, and and I tend to go down the route of big players on defence. And and rather than looking at the defence as a whole, I look for, for example, a Steelers Fitzpatrick um, and the Steelers with TJ or the Cowboys last year who I went for with Parsons and uh, Diggs. So big-time players, individuals that are going to make those plays because they're the ones that are going to score you big. A Diggs interception that he runs in for a pick six, you're going to get big points from that. A couple of sacks a game, you know, that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those highlight reel players within the defence and that's who I'm going for. But same again, really. I know I said the 13th, I could maybe reach if there was somebody there that I really wanted, maybe in the 12th, um, but I certainly wouldn't want to be going any higher than that. And I suppose it comes down to very much, like you said, if there's a flurry of defences go, would I would the defence be something that I would panic about and, and go and grab? Probably not. Not the same. I wouldn't feel the same way as I would, for example, for a tight end or a quarterback, where I think those picks are at a premium. And if you're not in the sort of tight end category, if you're not in the sort of top five, six quarterbacks, maybe top seven, eight, you, you that's potentially lost you the season. Uh, there's no way you're going to come back from that because because there's such a big drop off after that. Uh, whereas I don't think there is that with defenses, and I think you can make it up in different positions. Yeah, totally agree. And and my strategy on it even changed partway through last season, um, accidentally really, uh, and not necessarily for the best, but worked out okay. So I think I had the Eagles defence for the most part. Um, and they're doing really, really well, at scoring a fair amount of points. I'm sure they're in the top three, I think, defences. And then it reached a bye week. And, and I didn't want to just keep hold of them on my roster and drop someone who's got a potentially big upside, who's who's kind of a backup running back who might step up uh, later on in the season even. So I dropped them um, and then someone else picked them up. And then in that meantime, I think I ended up for the rest of the season just looking on week by week. And it was a bit of a, right, well, who's playing? Uh, I don't know. Who's playing the Colts? They're playing the Colts, right? Their defense is available. I'm going to pick them up this week. And then just looking at the matchups and, that worked out okay to a point. I think there was there were one or two weeks where I looked at who were playing the weaker offenses and and it was weak defenses, so it wasn't brilliant. Um, but I guess it, overall it was pretty unpredictable anyway, uh, and not so much pot luck, but it was unpredictable as to whether your defense scored fifteen points or eight points. There's not a great deal in it week to week, um, but but that is another way of doing it. In terms of that. The- um, about talking about picking up and dropping on bye weeks, would obviously the fact that you dropped the Eagles last year, do you think now, seeing how that panned out for the rest of the season, if you ended up with, we'll not say Tucker, but you ended up with a, a, a high score, say you've got a Carlson and say you've got uh, the Cowboys defence and they're both scoring really well, not saying they're both going to have the bye week the same because you'd hope that you've not drafted like that and you've you've taken that into account. But say you've got those, yeah. Would you now drop a a potential skill position to keep them on your roster, um, so that you don't lose them for the the rest of the season? Whoa. 
So I'd say no, I wouldn't drop them. I would, I'd, I'd try and keep them learning from last year. However, easier said than done when, uh, I don't know, the, the new the new Lions rookie running back, Gibbs is it, I think, mm. if he's on my roster and, and he's not played for the first six weeks that much, but I, I get a feeling that he's coming back in. Or, or I've picked up Alvin Kamara, who's suspended for the first six weeks, but I know he's going to come good. Or again, it's some some backup quarterback maybe who's looking like he's going to take over, and he happens to be kind of a maybe a running quarterback or on a good offense or whatever it might be. I think a lot easier said than done, but I think I think that's that's the better risk to take, and that's that's kind of the regret that I'd rather have. I think and drop someone that that yeah, look if if they turn out to be good and they turn out to have a bigger upside then I'd rather do that if it turns out that the defence, the kicker, is doing well. I'd, I'd rather keep hold of them. Um, but, but again, we'll see when the time's on. Time's up. Lights are on. Then who knows? Who knows what will work out? But I did want one question for you. So the Pats scored 219 points, highest scoring defence. The Bears were 80, scored 89 points, the lowest scoring defence. How many points do you think the Vikings scored? Your favourite defence? <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd probably go middle of the road. Uh, what was the top score? 219. 200 and... I'm going to go 125. Ooh, 131. Oh, that was close. Great effort. You've slightly gone under what, what they were, which uh, doesn't surprise me. But, um, <laughs> but, but very close, very close. So, yeah, let, let's, see. let's see if they do better this season. Or if there's a new defense hate that you've got I'm sure I'll find one all right so we've got a little game of of quick fire either or uh, I said quick fire as quick fire as you can be uh, and, and I'm sure we'll have a little discussion around some of them uh, but let's start with running backs. Um, so these are all all running backs, uh, obviously similar ability. You'd probably draft them in similar places, um, and all and all fantasy related. But um, but yeah, let's let's see where your mind's at, and let's try and be as honest as you po- as possible, if uh, if you can. <laughs> all right. So seven or seven running back categories, and then seven wide receivers. So first ones: Eckler or Jonathan Taylor. Eckler. Just purely, purely for his uh, his catching, I think the upside with his catching is better than uh, Taylor. I think so too. I think Taylor's got a big season this season. I think last season was the anomaly, not the season before. But but I could agree with Eckler. Tony Pollard or Joe Mixon. Tony Pollard. Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley. Oh, this is difficult. Uh, as of now, as of now, when they're both potentially holding out, not playing, potentially think... playing on the franchise tag. Jacobs, just purely on an injury front. Yeah, let's, yeah. So, so on this one, yeah, I think so. I think he's a little bit more. Although he played, what what the stat he scored a hundred percent of Raiders. Running rushing touchdowns last season, eighty percent of the Raiders carries, but I think they've got a better running back room. Whereas I guess Barkley is maybe a little bit more likely to 
to hold out, I think. I think he's the, the, the bigger superstar and more likely not to play. But um, yeah. Okay. Uh, ETN or Aaron Jones? Oh, this is hard. I had both of them last year and they were both a disappointment. Uh, as much as he let me down last year, I think I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I think okay. they're going to be run heavy with the fact that they've got rid of uh, the the franchise quarterback. I think they're going to be run heavy. And I think, I don't think ETN will score from the red zone as much. Okay. Uh, now two on new teams. So Miles Sanders or David Montgomery? Oh, Sanders. James Cook or Dalvin Cook? As of today, Dalvin Cook's a free agent. I still think Dalvin Cook. I can't see him being a free agent week one. Uh, so I'll go Dalvin. I think he's better. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he's not He's not not playing all season, is he? And uh, if there's one thing that we've learned from last season, although we need to get into the playoffs, uh, which, which was a very tight squeeze for us last season, um, that, that's where it counts. That's where you need the points back end of the season. And then last ones for the running backs, Najee Harris or Nick Chubb? Uh, Harris every day. Never <laughs> take it on... round. <laughs> Never take Not it based round. Based on performance. <laughs> nope, I don't care. I'm taking Harris every day. I can I can hear Scully now. Um, <laughs> Just laughing, laughing, disagreeing, swearing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so on to wide receivers. Uh, let's start off with the obvious two: Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Jefferson, purely based on the fact that Chase is a Bengal. <laughs> <laughs> this fantasy team of yours is going to suffer through, uh, <laughs> through these biases. Um, Cooper Cup or Tyreek Hill? I've done quite a few mock drafts, and these two are the ones that I am, I've had to decide between uh, at my pick at seven quite a few times. I think... Because of what he did for me, not last year, the year before, I'm going to go Cup. Mm-hmm. I think if he'd have, if he hadn't have got injured last year, he was on record to be the highest scoring wide receiver bar himself the previous year. So I think his upside is unbelievable. Yeah, the, the only the only kind of objection to that that I would have is that I was speaking to a Rams fan the other day, and they were saying that there's there's rumours that the Rams might be trying to let him go a little bit for for whatever reason, whether it's free up cap, and obviously they went all in on that Super Bowl run, Super Bowl win that they had a couple of years ago. Whether they think, do you know what? Let's do it again. Let's get rid of everyone, start fresh, get some yeah. draft picks. Who knows? Um, okay, next one: Garrett Wilson or Armin Rasant Brown. Oh, this is another difficult one. They, these two are the ones I've been deciding on second round. Uh, I'd go Amon Ra, although I think it's very close. I, I, if either of them fell to me second round, I'd be happy. Yeah, he's uh, different types of players, really, aren't they? But Amon Ra, what, what a what a great fantasy player when he's. When he's playing well, when he's been targeted, but for me, I think Garrett Wilson, he is Jamar Chase of this season. I think it's his what it's his second season. I think he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. I think he's going to be unbelievable this season. I think if all the ducks line for him, uh, potentially he could be your wide receiver one. 
uh, Garrett Wilson. But I think it's got to because this the new quarterback and everything else. The reason I'd go Amon Rise, he's already got a bit of a chemistry going with Goff, um, and there's not going to be those teething problems. Well, if there are any uh, with Rogers, but uh, yeah, if if it all falls to place, then he, he could be unbelievable and, and definitely a league winner. Next one, DK Metcalf or Jalen Waddle? DK. Terry McLaurin or Jerry Judy? Scary Terry, it's got to be. Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley? Oh. Some wonderful noises. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd go Ridley. Hmm. Just because yeah. I think he's, he's more likely to be a wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before, and maybe we're overhyping them a little bit, but they look like a good offense this season, and and they've got four good games. I think. I think the Titans have obviously got a good defense in their division, but the Texans, the Colts, don't look great. But yeah, either one of them, I'd be I'd be more than happy with. Mm. Um, and lastly, Deontay Johnson or Elijah Moore? Is this a real question? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be DJ. He's going to smash it this year. Uh, they were so close. I was telling you earlier, I was listening to the Cam Haywood uh, podcast uh, and Kenny Pickett was on there saying how close they were with a couple of touchdowns. He's going to, uh, he's going to be electric this year. Um, so many receptions last year. He's just unlucky. And uh, yeah, he's going to smash it this year. Yeah, unlucky, unlucky, just kept dropping it. But um, <laughs> but now good picks, and I think if any of those, if it, it's a toss up between any of those players in in whatever round, really, then uh, then yeah, I think we're we're onto a flyer. Good picks. And there we have it for this episode. Slightly shorter than normal, and fun size, if you will. Until the next one, you can find us on Twitter, searching two toms one ash. We'd love to hear some more of your draft strategies for the upcoming season and especially some dark horses that you really like the look of. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. <laughs>